Welcome back, friends. Welcome back to the Corbett Report. I'm your host, as always, James Corbett of CorbettReport.com. And today you are tuned into Solutions Watch, that regular weekly series where week in and week out, we examine the ways that you can improve your life and change the world for the better. And as you know by now, if you're a regular viewer of this series, sometimes we take a look at the very big ideas and talk about some of the sweeping movements that are going to change the face of the planet and hopefully completely wake up the population. And we talk to people who are involved in big efforts like that. But occasionally we look at just some nuts and bolts brass tacks tools that you can use to improve, for example, your efficiency while researching online. And on in that vein, you will remember previous editions of this series, like the one on really simple syndication, where... I hope I introduced to a lot of people who may not have known about it before the idea of RSS as a very simple but very handy tool that you can use to take more control over what feeds you are browsing on a regular basis and how you're receiving information, which is exactly why they are trying to engineer it out of the architecture of most applications and platforms these days. But that's a side note. And you might remember a previous edition of the series where we looked at unlocking the uh, Library of Alexandria with archive.org and your uh, free online library access to millions of books that you can read for free online. Well, today in that vein, let's take a look at a whole bunch of other tools that you can use that hopefully will improve the efficiency and effectiveness of your online research. So let's get into it. Here we are at, of course, CorbettReport.com, because that's where we all start our daily searching, isn't it? Um, let's say that you are on GooTube, and you are only on GooTube because there are certain things that are on GooTube that are not available elsewhere. For example, you might... Well, actually, this is available elsewhere, and I'll have more to say on that in the future. But you may be, for example, looking at this ABC News, the live coverage of September 12th, 2001, from 12 a.m. Eastern to 5 a.m. Eastern, just watching this for, I don't know, say you're researching a 20th anniversary of 9-11 documentary that might explain why things have been a little quieter at your website lately, and you want this video for whatever purpose. You want to make an archive of it, save the video. I'm often telling people, if you don't save the video, then it's going to be gone eventually. So if you find something important, make sure you save it to your hard drive. But you may have no idea how to save a video like this. And there are multiple ways. There are many ways to skin a cat. No, let's not do that today. Let's save a video. So um, here's one that I would recommend uh, with less reservations than the others. This is a command line tool called YouTube DL. And you may know um, that it was in trouble recently. It was They were try attempting to get it taken down from GitHub because of, well, uh, they were saying that it violates DMCA to have the ability to download files to your computer, which of course is not true. GitHub stood up um, against that censorship. And there's there's more on this page if you want to know that story. But long story short, this is a command line tool that you can use to download videos from YouTube and other platforms, but YouTube especially, quite easily. And it's a very powerful tool if you know how to use command line tools like this. And there are many, many different um, options that you can add to your commands to make them very effective. Um, for example, this is how I backed up the 720p version of my entire YouTube archive of my main channel before it was stricken from YouTube completely. Um, so if you want to get the Corbett Report Extras channel before it is stricken from YouTube 
completely. This would be the most efficient way to do it. It's only really limited by your bandwidth and your ability to download. Um, once you plug in the right tools, the right options, it will just download as a batch, or you can you can filter it in so many different ways. It's a very, very, very powerful tool. If you have no idea what a command line tool is or how to use it, this may not be for you, although I would suggest it may be in your interest to start discovering how to use something like this, and if there is demand for it, maybe I can do a walkthrough of YouTube DL and how to use it one day, but in the interest of time, we'll just leave it there for today. And of course, the link to this and all of the other tools that I'm mentioning today will be in the show notes at CorbettReport.com, so please check it. That will be the resource um, for all of these resources. But having said that, YouTube DL, of course, is not the only way to get YouTube um, videos downloaded. Um, There are many others, and here's one um, that's quite simple. Um, When you're on a YouTube video, you just click in the address bar, and you just add PP to the end of YouTube. And you click in there, and... You are taken to y2mate.com where you can download this video and you can choose through whatever resolutions are available. You can choose to download the MB3 audio or there are different audio files available like M4A or there's a YouTube to MP3 converter if those files aren't available um, directly. Anyway, and then you just click on that and it gives you a download link. Um, I don't necessarily recommend, and uh, who knows, you know, if you're watching this a year from now, five years from now, ten years from now, who knows what state this website will be in and this tool and typing pp at the end of youtube.com. I certainly do not make any guarantees of any of these kind of web downloaders like this that are in your browser because they could be infested with whatever. Who knows what kind of JavaScript and other things can be put into here. So I don't, don't recommend it. But I just want you to know that this is an option that's available, um, as is YouTube MP4.2. Um, again, the link will be in the the uh, the show notes here. But again, you can if you just copy that video URL and then paste it in there, and it will generate the links that you should be able to use to download the video. Although it seems to be taking a while. Oh, there's an error on their servers. Well, you do get those errors sometimes. But at any rate, you can keep trying till you get it. And there you go. You get it in 360. You get the video only or the audio only, etc. So there's a couple of web browser-based tools for that. Again, I do not make any claim whatsoever about these types of websites and their reliability or whatever JavaScript or whatever may be inserted in the future to sites like these. They work for the moment, but... I certainly make no claims of uh, guarantee of any sort of any of these tools. Um, if you want a, a, a standalone app, um, then there's one called 4K Video Downloader, which I have used in the past. I don't tend to use this, but it is available and it is generally reliable um, in my experience. Caveat, I haven't used it in at least six months, maybe a year, so I don't know the state of it anymore. But at the time I was using it, this was at least reliable. I didn't find it the most convenient way to download YouTube videos, but it was an option. And here's one that I cannot vouch for at all. I have never used it myself, ever. But uh, James Evan Pilato has said that he has used JDownloader. So uh, that's an option on the table as well. Many, many, many different ways uh, to get videos. And here's one more. It's an add-on that's available on Firefox. Uh, It's called Video Download Helper. There is also a 
for Brave users out there, there is a Chrome version, and I'm sure if you're a Brave, Brave user, you will know that the Chrome add-ons are available for use in Brave, which is built on Chromium, which is different than Chrome and blah, blah, blah. Hopefully you're not using Chrome. Please do not use Google's browser. <laughs> but if you are on Brave, you can use the video download helper that's uh, in the Chrome library, and I will, uh, I will provide the link to both the Firefox and the Chromium editions of this, um, of, of this tool. Uh, however, this tool has become basically useless for uh, YouTube. It is now basically only useful on other platforms. For whatever reason, YouTube keeps changing their whatever magic they use to deliver videos to try to stay ahead of tools like Download Helper. So, unfortunately, Download Helper doesn't seem to work on YouTube anymore. But it does work on certain other sites. And sometimes when you're playing a video or audio on another site, you will see. And when you have it loaded up, it will be here. There's a little spinning ball thing or a, a colored ball that you click on and it will give you download options. I can't demonstrate that at the moment, but trust me, that is there once you install this extension. And it's pretty straightforward to use. And as I say, not rely it doesn't work on YouTube anymore, but it's reliable on a lot of other sites and another way of downloading videos. Um... Having said that, again, lots of different ways to download videos. And as I say, I always recommend when you come across information that you think is important, please do save it because you do not know how long it will last, especially, do I really need to say this, especially in the COVID-1984 world we've goof-stepped into where videos that are exploding on YouTube tend to get taken down very quickly if they commit criminal wrongthink in this, uh, this new biosecurity dictatorship. Okay, speaking of which, um, let's say you are on a video like this one, and you're, you're looking at this 9-11 Mossad mural van NYPD radio transmission, and you're researching about this topic. And hopefully, because you are a dedicated Corbett Report listener, you'll already know something about this topic. I, I did, in fact, mention it in the first ever edition of Corbett Report, uh, episode number one on Investigate 9-11. I talked about the Saving City Lifelines report from the Mineta Transport Institute that mentioned, the, oh, the, yeah, there was this van on 9-11 that was driving around New York in Manhattan with a pa painting or a mural of some sort on the side. It's a panel truck that sh that depicted a remote control plane being flown into New York or and or into the World Trade Center. What? What was that? And there are NYPD radio transmissions talking about this. There are eyewitnesses who have talked about it. Um, there's quite a bit of information you can dig up about this. But one thing that you will find if you do start digging around on this topic in particular, you will see absolutely in various videos and articles about this, you will see this picture. Oh, here it is. Here is the Urban Moving Systems Incorporated truck. And here is that mural. Wow, that is incredible. That was driving around on 9-11, a plane flying into the World Trade Center. That's amazing. But is that real? Is that really the real picture? And how would we know? Well, in this case, we can use another tool. So let's take that YouTube link and let's put it in the boing boing, boing boing get YouTube thumbnail <laughs> uh, engine, which is exactly what it says. Uh, you type in any YouTube URL and it will give you the thumbnails for the video, which are generally the three... Um, the three timestamps, the one near the beginning, one in the middle, and one near the end, and uh, it will show you whatever is the actual um, thumbnail. 
And so this is the thumbnail image for the video, and it includes this truck thing. So you want to find out more about this image and where it comes from. And, you know, what is this? How did it get here? In this case, you can go uh, to the image itself and copy the image address. And then you're going to go over to another tool, one called tineye.com. It is a reverse image search, which will let you find where images appear online. So you put in a, an image. You can either actually drag an image from your desktop or whatever into here, or you can paste the URL, which we just copied there from the Boing Boing tool, and we search. And it will show you all of the instances that it can find online of that picture and all of the websites uh, from which it comes. So there's going to be a lot. There's going to be an awful lot of instances of this. And for each one of these, you can either get the file itself directly, which should take you, well, yeah, of course, it's YouTube, so it's, <laughs> it's not there anymore. But it should take you directly to that file. <laughs> and although a lot of them will be broken at this point. Um, it should also be able to take you but this will be gone because it's Twitter, right? Uh, it should be able to take you to the place where that image was showing up originally. And I don't know why it's in this. It must be in this thread somewhere, somewhere. I don't know. At any rate, it will take you to the context where that image was showing up um, here. And here's the actual file. And it does this for every instance of it it can find. And as you can see, it can find dozens and dozens of them. So I'm going to leave this as a little research task for the people out there who are interested in this issue of this picture of Urban Moving Systems Incorporated truck of the plane flying into the Twin Towers. Is this a real photograph or has this been photoshopped? And can you find the actual first instance of this photograph online? Uh, I'll give you a hint. The actual first instance is no longer live online, but it has been archived and you will be able to find it if you dig hard enough. It might take several minutes of research or several hours, depending how good a researcher you are. But if you are good, you will be able to find the actual original instance of this photograph. And you will be able to know whether or not this is a real photograph. I know the answer to this, but I'm going to leave it out there for people out there to see if they can use these tools like the Boing Boing tool here or the tin eye tool or maybe you know some other tools that will be able to help you track down the original instance of this photo and whether or not it is a real photograph. This is how we can use these types of tools in the real world to, to find out more about important events. All right, um, now we're going to go to something completely different. You here's here's the one use case I can really think of for the next tool. You might notice on BitChute, when you're watching a BitChute video, for some reason, the title is always block capitals. And that drives me crazy because there are times when I want to copy and paste a title into an article that I'm working on or I want to paste the link somewhere. So I will copy the title, but then when you paste it in, even if the title has been uploaded with upper and lower case, as this one has, for whatever reason, on the play page, it always comes up as block capital. So what do you do about that? Well, you go to convertcase.com and you paste it in. And of course, it will be the block capitals for whatever reason. But let's say, okay, I don't want block capitals. I want capitalized case. Well, there you go. You click capitalized case and each word will be capitalized or title case. And oh, well, two is not a a title word that you would capitalize, so it does that, or lowercase, or sentence case, or um, inverse case, 
or alternating case, if you want to be sarcastic on Twitter, that's extremely handy, I guess. <laughs> anyway, I don't know. I don't know if this is a wor- uh, tool that will melt the world, but at any rate, it is it is useful um, depending on the types of things you're doing online. And one more tool, why not? Uh, I will direct you to, I mean, I'm sure there are many different instances of this, but here's one that I have used in the past um, that is called Highlighter. And again, this is a Chrome extension, but as you know, it uh, for people who use Brave, you can use uh, uh, an add-on like this. And th- this is exactly what you would expect. It is a highlighter. It allows you to highlight um, certain uh, pieces of text from various uh, things that are happening online. So, um, for example... Um, you might notice that this article that I referenced back in the bio, uh, your guide to the great, uh, the bio, bio digital convergence or whatever the title of that video was. Um, I had this particular, uh, uh article linked up and I have gone through and, uh, read this article and I've highlighted certain things that I thought were important, um, using this highlight tool and, uh, amazingly, it keeps that information in your browser history so that when you go back to this article in the future, it will keep those highlights for you. Now, keep in mind, with a tool like this, of course, there are going to be privacy issues, right? There's going to be the question of, well, then what information is it keeping about my browsing? And is it is it looking at every keystroke, etc.? Well, you can read the uh, privacy practices of Highlighter and it it declares various things about its privacy. Yeah, take it for what it's worth. I am certainly not making any guarantees again about this uh, tool, but at any rate, if you do need find the need to highlight things while you are browsing, this is one way of doing it. If anyone knows any better methods for that, I'm of course all ears. And on that note, I suppose just generally speaking for today, these are just some tools that I think are pretty pretty handy um, in a lot of cases. Some of them are very specific, like the boing boing YouTube thumbnail grabber. (laughs) I don't know how often the average person is going to be using that online, but if you have need for it, there it is. And there's a lot of things like that, like convert case. Who would even know that's there unless you were specifically looking to do something like that? And how many people are specifically looking to do something like that? Probably not that many. But when you are, there is a tool for it. And on that note, Uh, let's use this space, this comment space, uh, for this post of Solutions Watch at CorbettReport.com to share other valuable little research tools like this that just cut a corner here or there or help you accomplish something that you think other people should know about because, um, all of this, this entire episode came about because, uh, 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 James Evan Pilato only recently found out about... Um, uh, the PP hack on YouTube, youtubepp.com, and it takes you to the Y2Mate where you can download the video. Uh, he didn't know about that, and he was telling me and Brock about it, and we said, oh yeah, we use that all the time. And it occurred to me, oh, well, we should make a video where we share this information, because there's all sorts of little things that you learn when you're going around online doing research that maybe you might think is quite average, and everyone knows about this, right? Well, not everyone does. So hopefully we can all help to share information about tools that are valuable, that can help in your research practices, and help you become better informed, more efficiently, more effectively, save more information as it goes down the YouTube and other memory holes that are cropping up online, and hopefully we can help preserve this information for the future and learn our way forward. 
Having said that, that's going to do it for this week's edition of Solutions Watch. Uh, I hope you learned something from this, and I hope you can contribute to the conversation at CorbettReport.com. Please sign in there and leave your research tool suggestions. On that note, let's leave it there for today. James Corbett, CorbettReport.com.